All right, this week is going to be another week of the uncomfortable growth journey of 2021. But this week, we're being asked to look at where we may need to analyze or rethink any of the steps we've implemented recently and really be honest if they're working for us or not. So all of that and more today on Cosmic RX Radio. Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. I am your host. I am your girl, Maddie Murphy. I am your cosmic consultant. This is a podcast, in case you didn't know that. (laughs) On this podcast, we break down in about 30 minutes what you need to know for the week ahead. What the heck is going on up there in the planets, in the cosmos, up in the luminaries, and how does it affect us down here on Earth? And how can we use that awareness to live with more authenticity, integrity, and alignment? Sound good? Sound good. Okay, so we're going to talk about the usual, we're going to talk about the planetary planning of this upcoming week, the new moon in Virgo, something I'm personally very excited about. And we're going to talk about the moon report, your emotional weather report. We're going to talk about if astrology isn't real, then why with all the things that happened last week. But before we do that, we have a very special announcement. The day this podcast comes out, We are opening up our Cosmic Fit Club Early Bird Enrollment. Yep, that is right. From Friday, September 3rd until the 13th, we are going to be opening up our doors for a special early bird pricing. And let me, I mean, oh my goodness, my head's spinning because there's so many exciting things I want to talk about. So we only open up our Cosmic Fit Club, which is sort of a two-part offering we have here. It's our community, our membership portal, and it's also our live group coaching. We put these things together and basically it's everything that I wanted at the beginning of my spiritual journey, a place for me to meet like-minded people and really connect with them, learn from them, ask them for support, talk about everything that I had going on, you know, aliens and Akashic records and repeating numbers and ghosts and boundaries and Saturn returns and like you know, a place where you can actually go and talk about this. Um, maybe things that my muggle friends had no idea what I was referring to. Finding people who want to talk about that with you. And then also offering you live group coaching classes. Again, when you start off on your spiritual journey or maybe you're actually really deep in it, it's hard to find for a lot of us the time and the budget to have regular coaching, counseling, healing work. So we put it all in one spot. We have a roster of some amazing, badass cosmic coaches who cover everything from embodiment work to energy healing to human design to you know conscious relationships. It's basically everything you need to support you 
in finding your purpose, tapping into your fullest potential, and living in your most authentic power. Aim to make this super affordable and accessible and inclusive. So for that September 3rd to the 13th, you can lock in $22 a month. You get all of that. I mean, it's I'm not even like doing it justice right now of how you get multiple classes a week, unlimited classes in the live group coaching, which also includes two live calls with me, a coaching call for the full moon about activating purpose, and then a new moon ceremony every month. You also get, we do a PDF of astro dates for the season ahead. So you have all of your astrology in one place. You get discounts if you want to work with the coaches one-on-one and take it further. You get also, it's the only way I really take one-on-one clients is through the Cosmic Fit Club members. I open up a limited amount of spots in my books for them. And then you also get access to recordings of all the classes you can't make it to. So there's a huge library of spiritual workshops, energy clearings, meditations, breath work, you name it. I mean, do I need to go on or are you just like feeling it? If this sounds good to you, again, it's going to be open for the month of September, but I highly recommend locking in that early bird pricing because who doesn't love a deal? And then the doors close September 30th, and then they won't be open again uh, until the winter. So we do that because we like to create like these cohorts, this really sealed container where you really get to know people and you go on a journey together. And we have seen some amazing things happen. First of all, we just have all these like cosmic besties and baddies. And I've just gotten to watch people in the community do everything from, you know, leave toxic jobs to, you know, manifesting really conscious love to just, you know, setting boundaries for themselves to learning how to express themselves authentically in their style, taking back their sexuality, their creativity starting businesses, having babies, traveling across the, you know, living in a van, (laughs) leaving their apartments behind. I can't even begin to explain the amount of joy that I, I get from this group and how much I live for just hyping everyone up there and watching each other. Like if you want people who hype you up, come to this community. It is not a Facebook group. It's not like, I think I got duped into so many like spiritual communities that were just a Facebook group or like a portal of PDFs on the back end of a website. And I was like, this is not really what I was, I was hoping for. And if you've been here for a while, you know that 2021 is all about community. It's all about community and progress and dream weaving a new future for all of us, but doing it like in a way that serves the most people and like not having it to be a solo journey anymore of life where we're leaning into that collective community energy. So if this sounds good to you, jump on in. You know, if you are feeling like you're a cosmic baddie and you know it, then clap your hands and get on into the Cosmic Fit Club. Other announcements, I would just say thank you so much for leaving your ratings and reviews. I just picked the Leo season winner. Every Zodiac season, I pick one rating to win the one-on-one reading with me. So I'm just waiting to hear back from them. I started a new policy that if I don't hear back from them within a week, I'll pick a new winner because my cancer season winner took a little while to get back to me. And I was like, uh, so thank you. Your ratings and reviews mean so much to me. If you like this podcast, share it, keep the good vibes flowing, man. But no, truly it makes us so happy. It means so much to us to see this podcast grow and just getting to meet people who are so like-minded and so 
hyped and so here for their own cosmic revolutions and just wanting to show up in the world, like really purpose-driven and wanting to be of service, but also wanting to be a little like ratchet and sexy and owning their most freaky wild selves all at the same time. It just blesses my little heart, okay? So keep sharing it. Thank you for that. Let's get into it. Let's talk about if astrology isn't real, then why we're looking back on, on the week behind us. Okay, not gonna lie. There are some weeks where I just sit down to do this podcast and I'm like, damn, shit is heavy. And I don't have the words to even begin to articulate the enormity of what's happening in our collective or the feelings bringing up in me specifically grief, rage, despondency, anger, existential, overwhelming, just sadness. This week between, you know, watching the last plane leave Afghanistan and then the hurricane hit New Orleans, the rest of Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, watching that devastation and then going online today and seeing that Roe v. Wade has effectively been overturned in Texas. Yeah, it's like, I I don't even know where to begin to talk about all of this. So I just want to drop in for a moment and just offer up a prayer for our whole collective right now and for anyone touched directly or indirectly by any of those or any of the other just hard, tragic things we're going through. Just wanted to send some love and a prayer that we can really shift out of this pain and suffering and shift into a world where we're taking care of each other and Mother Earth and where everyone's children, we've like connected to them as though they were our own children and a world where we respect life in all forms, allow people to be sovereign and free to be themselves, but we also take really good care of each other and hold really sacred space and create systems where people don't have to suffer or needlessly go without you know a certain level of safety and security in life. That's my prayer or my prayer. Oh, it's it's so hard to find words weeks like this. But you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna talk about some astrology to help me. I guess that's why I got so into astrology is because my super watery ass is just always like feeling so much. And I think astrology really helps me contextualize so many of the things that we're going through and understand patterns and cycles and also understand like the larger picture of what's happening and where we can utilize that and harness that and leverage that to grow like some sort of fulcrum that can help like push us out by understanding the cycles that we're in. <laughs> so that that's why I'm here doing what I do. So I did pull up the astrological chart of Roe v. Wade. And if you're new here, just like to remind you that everything can have a birth chart. Businesses, countries have birth charts. Legislation has a birth chart. And if astrology is not real, then why the heck is Roe v. Wade an Aquarius? Hello, goodbye, done. And I say that because Aquarius, as we know, is the sign of rebellion, social action, progress, moving us forward, being a disruptor. So Aquarians are also like rebellious forces of resilience and tapping to the higher mind, but also very usually scientifically 
oriented, a little bit more detached objective in their quest to help humanity. And I was thinking about Aquarians here in the Northern Hemisphere are born in the dead of winter. And there's something that's sort of, mm, I think that keeps their coolness is because they're born in like this cold climate. And I was thinking more metaphorically that Roe v. Wade was really born in like a cold, harsh environment with a lot of abrasive elements from the start from a more like metaphorical, metaphysical perspective and a really icy and treacherous political climate for sure. So I was just thinking about Roe v. Wade as an Aquarius, you know, ruled by Uranus. It's here to stay, shake up the status quo and Aquariuses are usually ahead of their time and kind of coming in to drop almost like this higher alien cosmic wisdom on us to have us, you know, wake up, shake up to wake up so we can, you know, move forward as a more unified collective. Aquarius is like to question everything. And that's exactly what Roe did. Roe v. Wade, you know, helped us question the constitutionality, the legality of the government controlling a human's body. Aquarius is all about freedom. And that is what Roe v. Wade was talking about. Personal freedom into any uterus bearing individuals across America. And Aquarius is also about boundaries in some ways because it's co-ruled by Uranus, but also Saturn. And I think about Roe v. Wade as a big, hard boundary, right? My body, my choice. Like that alone is probably one of the most famous world-round battle cries for boundaries, right? No means no, my body, my choice. Like those two are probably, that's it. Those are the anthems. So, you know, it's, it's been a contentious life for Roe v. Wade chart had a sort of, their Saturn return was in 2003. And that was kind of a crisis Saturn return. Nebraska, there was an overturning of Nebraska's like partial birth abortion ban in a case called Stenberg versus Carhartt. And so it's, it's had some ups and downs as, you know, life cycles do. And this current astrology, you know, is no different. We're in the Saturn and Jupiter Aquarius, the big resounding tuning fork moment that happened in the Great Conjunction. And, you know, it's activating a lot of this Aquarius energy to push us forward, to push us into a place of being more progressive and more inclusive and more radical and more to expand, to expand and destroy things expand in good ways and destroy things that are limiting us. And really a big part of that is we've been questioning, you know, so many of the systems and structures and laws and legislations and just questioning everything, the status quo. And that I feel like it's also set up against the backdrop of 2021. If you've heard me, if you've been here at all or come to my 2021 webinar, I talked about this big transit, the defining transit of this year is Saturn square Uranus like the old pushing against the new, this tug of war, this sort of like pressure cooker of new energy and old energy and like who's going to win like an arm wrestling match. I talked about it last week, but there's three of these transits. One was February 13th, one was June 17th, and the last one's going to be December 24th. And it's this push-pull. And it's like feeling like five steps forward, seven steps back. And it's also a real, the systems that feel the most threatened, that they're outdated and that they're just expiring, 
they're lashing out in some big, ugly ways, like the, like the monster at the end of the movie when it's like you, you know, cut off its head and it rears up one more time and everyone thinks it's going to like kill them. But it's just, that's the part of the dying off process. That's, you know, how I feel. I don't want to, you know, say any of this to diminish how hard this is right now and how tenuous this ride is and how just fucking exhausting it is. But yeah, there's like a releasing and a purging and the double Aquarius full moons. It was very interesting. July 23rd was around that first Aquarius full moon. You know, Aquarius again being the sign of Roe v. Wade. This was when Mississippi asked the Supreme Court to overturn Roe in just plain language, like just not even hiding it, just blunt. I think it was Mississippi. Let me just check my notes here. Yes. Okay. I get a little, I'm getting a little verklempt. And then there was this back-to-back Aquarius full moons, which is about something, you know, a big completion, closure, something happening, something very karmic happening. And so when we had this now second Aquarius full moon roll around, we're in like a tail end effects of that. We just had like our first quarter moon and there's just a big culmination happening. There are cycles being cleared and this Aquarius energy and these full moons and everything that's happening over this year and everything that's going to be honestly in full effect for the next 20 years is really asking for social change and for more analytic thinking. Okay. The analytic thinking is so important for all of us. And I want us to mean, this is like our takeaway from this, if astrology isn't real moment, is that we need to understand like facts over feelings. And the truth of the matter, a lot of anti-abortion policy isn't really based on facts. It's based on religion, which is like probably one of the most charged, emotional, feelings-driven areas of life we can talk about. So there's a standoff happening. And this moment that happened, what was interesting to see is that I saw people from all walks of life outraged that this was so wrong, so upsetting. I saw someone on Twitter talk about how cisgendered men need to get involved in this conversation. This affects us all. And just a lot of different types of narratives like that discourse on this very heated subject that we've been going around and around in for years, but something that not everyone really wants to touch or get involved in. But because it's 2020, 2021, you know, no subjects off limits and anything that we've ever had a shadow energy around or didn't want to talk about is what's coming up to the surface. So that analytical thinking progress, that's what our site is set on. Okay. I'm not really if astrology isn't real moment, but just a weird thing is that I saw like an epidemiologist was talking about that the World Health Organization was going to start naming like different COVID variants after like major stars and constellations. And like they used the example of the Virgo variant like during Virgo season. And we're like, can we not? Like, I really don't need that in my life to talk about the stars and the constellations in the context of COVID. That's just a moment of like, can we not? I'm going to just write into the, the World Health Organization and be like, please don't ruin astrology for me and my people. Thank you very much. Sincerely, Maddie Murphy, Cosmic Patty. Okay, let's get into the moon report, shall we? Who wants to talk about the moon? Me, always. So this is the emotional weather report. What's happening inside of you? The inner landscape. 
and how you can just navigate the week ahead with awareness and self-care for you, your inner self. So starting off with Friday, September 3rd, moon is in Leo. And this is coming off of a very beautiful, very sweet Cancer moon placement. And with this moon in Leo, we're going to be feeling maybe a little extra boost of playfulness, some joy, maybe maybe feeling some creative thing that wants to move through you. Moon and Leo days, I will gladly take them any day of the week. They're days where I tend to want to like literally make like my TikToks and my reels. I just am feeling more of that outward expression of wanting to be creative. Things to look out for on those days is being like overly prideful or like letting your pride get the best of you. And it can also be, again, like that negative, that negative, that shadow spectrum of drama, just looking out for that. And that goes through Sunday. And then Sunday, we have moon in Virgo, getting ready for our full moon on the 6th. And I'm going to talk about that during the planetary planning. But as we come out of the new moon in Virgo on Tuesday, we have moon in Libra, and that goes through Thursday, which is my birthday, 9-9. Moon in Libra, I'm so grateful to have a Libra moon day for my birthday this year. It's just a really harmonized energy. It's a lot of balance. It's sweet. You might feel really connected to people you love. It's a good day to like meditate on pleasure, on art, on aesthetics. And it's also a great day to get involved in something, you know, sacred activism, social justice cause that's near and dear to you. I tweeted out some links of places to support through, you know, time, money, or helping spread their messaging in Texas right now. So you can go on my Twitter at I am Maddie Murphy and check out those links. Yeah, it's just a great day to get involved on something. Moon and Libra days, I would just look out for if you feel yourself being too wishy-washy, like practice making some direct decision-making and advocating for yourself too. If there is something you really want, it's okay to take up space. So that's your moon report. I love hearing from you all about you know how the moon affects you throughout the week and things that resonate. And you know, you're like, ooh, good thing I knew about that moment because I almost lost my cool. And then I remembered, hey, that's just the moon. Silly me. So as we go through, you know, the big thing happening, the big shebang, the big shaboing boing this week, that's not even a word, is we have this new moon on the 6th. And there's a few other interesting aspects happening off of this new moon. And as a reminder, if you're new here or new to working with the moon, a new moon is when the sun and moon come together in the same sign. They're conjunct, they like do a cosmic kiss in the sky, and it activates a new chapter, a new six-month chapter. Something's unfolding. You get a new opportunity in your life to have like a blank page, a fresh start, and this one is in the sign of Virgo. There's a lot happening, this new moon, all right? So I want us all to get out. When I say a fresh chapter, fresh journal, like you might want to buy an actual fresh journal right now. It's very Virgo season kink is like getting a crisp, new, finely, you know, weighted paper journal and maybe some fun, inky, bougie pens and just go into town on that fresh book, like writing out some lists, writing out things we're manifesting, some goals, putting in pen to paper, watching shit get real. This new moon in Virgo really feels like a golden opportunity, a new, something 
It just feels very blessed to me. So it goes exact September 6th at 8.52 p.m. Now, as a reminder, Mercury is going retrograde at the end of the month on the 27th, and it's going to enter its shadow period before that. You can look at our Cosmic Rx Instagram. I put up all the dates on there. I'm going to post about Mercury retrograde. This is the last Mercury retrograde of the year. It's ending a three-part story. Um, there's three Mercury retrogrades this year in air signs, and they're telling a cohesive story. That I'll get into more of that, what that means in later podcast dates, but I want you to know right now you're really supported in this new moon to get some shit done, to manifest some new Virgo things you need in your life that you want, that you're ready for, but to also follow that up with some action. Mars is trining Pluto on this new moon. It's a big double dose of power from these two planets. Mars is giving you courage and fire and Pluto is giving you like intensity and willpower and drive to do that. So it's like the universe is saying, pursue what sets your soul on fire today. If you have a dream, even wondering if that thing, if you should do it, this new moon is like, do it. Trust me, if you've been thinking about it, it means you're meant to do it. The sun is also trying Uranus, which is just a day to expect a light bulb moment, okay? When the sun makes this aspect to the great awakener planet, you can feel like, yeah, finding inspiration in unusual places. So keeping your eyes, ears, heart open to that will get you very far, okay? So that's some of the backdrop astrology. The themes for this new moon, I want you to think about you know, new projects, practical magic, um, embodiment, clarification, organization, devotion, uh, did I say embodiment already? Support systems, growth, like being sovereign. These are all things that are kind of present in the air right now for you. Virgo is an earth sign ruled by Mercury. A Virgo has an extreme attention for details and for making a plan, setting a schedule, finding a goal, and marrying like discipline and devotion. So Virgo new moon is a great time to manifest. If you've been growing in your business, maybe you might need a new system. Like say you're in your own practice doing healing work. New moon in Virgo could be like, I want to grow my business X, Y, Z over the next six months. I want to grow my new business 50%. Okay, well then that's like the big ask over the next six months, but Virgo New Moon is also going to ask you to manifest the immediate action step too. Okay, so what are we going to do that? Well, I should probably automate my booking link to my calendar, to my Zoom, so that way it just saves me that extra time. So I can, you know, welcome in new clients with grace and ease. Or New Moon in Virgo, maybe over the next six months, you want to up-level and improve your love life, okay? So new moon in Virgo, might say that's the big six-month goal. And then maybe the immediate action step might be decluttering like the fuck boys out of the phone. Like maybe there's a bunch of people you're holding on to and they're just not for you. So this Virgo new moon might be like time to declutter and edit the DMs and the people who you're just kind of holding on to because new moon in Virgo asks us to get very clear and a lot of getting clear is like cutting out excess noise, clutter, just things that are taking up too much mental real estate, too much energy. So we can focus on making space for the thing that we really want, the thing that's really in alignment with us, okay? Virgo is like mm, owning your power, being discerning, like you are that like regal energy from Leo season. And now Virgo's like, not everything 
is welcome in my court, in my queendom, in my kingdom. I also want you to think about like, yeah, what are the support systems you need? Like I just interviewed a very lovely human about doing some like virtual assistant work for me. And I was like, this is so perfect for the new moon in Virgo because it's like helping support me so I can do more of the work I love to do. And Virgo is all about being of service. But also if you're being of service to people, you also need support <laughs> too, which is like always the lesson I'm learning. So that way you can keep like being of service. So that like support, being of service, big themes for this new moon. And also in terms of support, like embodiment, getting your body, health, wellness, a return to maybe you've let some of your rituals or practices sort of slide and you want to get into your body. The Virgo loves like the co-creation of mind, body, spirit, like weaving that with universal cosmic forces. But to do that, like you have to be in your body. And the more you're in your body, you're the faster your intentions manifest, the better it will feel and the more able you are to handle the rocking of the boat of life because you're, you're really solid in, in yourself, okay? So thinking about how can you honor your, your sacred vessel, you know, your instrument, your temple, is that like, or just remembering you have a body, what do you want to do? What's the like vow renewal that you want to make to your beautiful body, okay? So all of that, like I said, there's like Uranus is in the mix, forming a trine to this new moon. There may be some real changes, okay? I also want to remind you that Uranus trine wants to me to remind you that what makes you unique is going to what's ultimately like make you successful in your work, art, or purpose, especially now. This whole Aquarius moment that I was talking about, we all have to own the thing that makes us unique and the thing that we're really passionate about. And we have to own the things that we used to try to like hide or diminish or conceal or cover up or blend in like we want to own those parts of yourself so i want you to kind of see how this new moon in the darkness of the sky may be reflecting back to you like a scrying stone like some of your superpowers or talents or gifts that you may have overlooked or you might have been like trying to hide or cover up like see what comes through okay there's a powerful it's a powerful time to embrace that part of yourself and to find new methods in the way you do the things like everything needs like a new jolt of energy right now so you want to be open to innovative solutions that you know could be in your personal growth and your relationships and your work and your self-care relation uh, rituals and your habits and your behaviors put pen to paper, a new moon ritual. We do our ceremonies in our Cosmic Fit Club. If you want to do it in community, please join. We do them over Zoom. We share, we manifest, we meditate. It's just so much magic. And if you want to do it on your own, you you don't have to overthink it. A new moon, light a candle, get quiet, do something mindful, something meditation-wise, open up sacred space, and just think about this next chapter you're starting the next six months write out some manifestations i'd like to start with three write them in the present tense think about that big big thing you're manifesting over the next six months and then maybe think about the small detail the small action step you could take in the more present you know in the next month that can help you get there and then maybe the third manifestation could be like your big, 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 big why, like your lifetime thing you want to manifest, being of service, your big Virgo. Virgos always have a big plan. 
they always have a big, big plan. So maybe zooming back out to like the huge plan of why you're here and what you're doing. Okay. Virgo is a sign that really craves purpose, embodiment, understanding like practical magic, bringing it all together, weaving the cosmos, weaving the earth and all to really be sovereign while helping the world. And this is it. You're ready to do it. You are so, 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 so ready. And I'm just going to remind you, the universe favors the bold. So dream big, okay? Release any stories around the way things have been or where have been your upper limits before. They don't exist. This time we're entering, there's no rules, okay? Um, So there's definitely some upheaval, but we're going to embrace the chaos magic and use this time of no rules to rewrite them for ourselves, okay? And Virgos love a good rewrite. We really do. So with all that being said and done, I just wanted to wish you a happy, happy new moon. Sending prayers out to us all, just a healing balm for our souls, and maybe a little cosmic kickstart, some excitement, some enthusiasm, just new moon blessings and joy to each and every one of you out there. And I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.